So, episode 99. I'm going to I'm going to read the books, but I want to talk about briefly about the crisis episode, episode 2. It was um it was a bad episode. God, I'm tired. I've been, uh, I've been up since 3 a.m. and I'm really fucking tired. And so, anyway, So, I seen the episode of uh, Crisis Part One, and I seen Part Two yesterday, and um, I don't know what to think of it. It wasn't it wasn't too bad. Um, very Superman centered. If you're a Superman fan, you'll love it. Um, I like the scene with Smallville. I kind of. I thought it was a good episode, a good scene with Smallville and all that, and I thought they um, really wrapped the show up. They put a bow at the end of the show and stuff, and it kind of gave people like myself who sat through Smallville for over a hundred, I forget how many episodes, more than a hundred (laughs) episodes, um... Yeah, like from uh, 10 years of Smallville. Basically, it's been on for 10 years. It was on for 10 years. And it really gave um, the fans of the show closure. Like, they they gave us a closure that I think we all wanted in Smallville. We wanted a happy ending. And it gave a happy ending. A really good ending, in my opinion. Um, For those who haven't seen it, spoilers. Clark and Lois have two daughters. And Clark gave up his powers to be human. And have a normal life. With Lois and their kids. It was a good ending. A good... Superman ending, and it kind of gave that happiness to it. I, 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 I hope like, um, another doing a part three. I think will be on tonight. I hope in a way they sort of squeeze in the Lois and Clark: The New Adventures of Superman <laughs> into it, but I, I doubt it. Um, the Burt Ward cameo I was asked about. I really liked it. Um, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. You know, it was. It was a good cameo. Um, yeah. So uh, let's get to the intro of the show and 
we'll come back and we'll talk a bit about crisis and other stuff and we'll get to reading the Hush series and I think we're almost wrapped up on it so anyway let's play the intro talked about the Smallville. I want to talk about Kevin Conroy's Batman. And I I kind of knew what they were going with. Um, CW and Greg Berlanti and the rest of the lame-ass writers, producers of the Barlanti DC universe came up with this like they wasted the entire time the entire time of getting Batman the entire fucking time of getting Batman and instead of getting this humble, noble Batman. Instead, we get this mean, angry, bitter, old version of Batman. Who's a murderer, who murdered and killed Superman. In this entire thing. And, for me, I feel like, I this watching this, I hope to God... Batwoman gets axed from the CW. I hope it gets cancelled. Shit canned is the word to use. I I sat through this and usually anytime I see something, you know, annoying like this, I, I don't know how I haven't broke my TV yet by getting aggravated with it. So in this entire episode, Kate and Kara, who by the way are the world's finest now, they're, they're, they're the world's finest, you know, fuck Superman and Batman, you know, women is where it's at. So Kate and Kara goes to Batman's Earth to find the Paragon of Courage. What a fucking libtard name that is. But instead they find this mad angry version of Batman who attempts to kill them. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> Conroy's Batman has a kryptonite, has kryptonite, and takes on soup, takes out Supergirl, while one kick, Kate sends Conroy's Batman flying and gets electrocuted and dies. What a fucking lame action scene that is. It's revealed to Kate that the actual paragon of truth, of course, is the future of the Bat family with her leading on it. Leading it. Fucking yawn. They wasted this entire time of Batman. Wasted it. Wasted the whole fucking thing. I don't know how... I don't know who Greg Berlanti's blackmailing by showing, like... I, I imagine Greg Berlanti is like, I want to lead the new Green Lantern show. And I'm sure WB's like, no, you can't really, you know, lead it. Instead, Greg Berlanti pulls out a photo showing a WB executive fucking a pig. That's what I imagined it is. That's what I imagined it is. Like, I imagine the whole fucking thing is it is this. I mean, you watch. Somewhere in the Green Lantern show... I'm going to predict it. We're going to have a f- good first season. Second season is going to be decent. Third season, the Green Lantern goes to prison for some murder. You watch. That's kind of like how every fucking Berlanti written show is. I mean, we got to see you know Green Lantern, uh, Green Arrow, start out good. Second season, decent. Mudslide <laughs> is what it is. They wasted this time. Kevin Conroy was not good. As Batman. He might have the voice. But he looks like a skinny anorexic Batman. And he even recites lines that Ben Affleck said in the dark. And said in Dawn of Justice. That was used in the Dark Knight Returns. You know the whole. Um, you know. My parents taught me. You know. The world isn't. As it is if you make it to whatever it is. He uses the same fucking line in it. When he kicks Supergirl. Or punches. Whatever. He punches Supergirl. So basically they were like shit canning on the Snyder version of Batman. Basically. And Conroy is not a good actor. He's good at voice acting. But when you see him as Batman. It's like I have a hard time believing he's Batman. I just look at this dude, I'm like, huh. I mean, he looks like the type of Batman Bane would break easily. (laughs) Like, if he was the Batman in Dark Knight Rises, Batman would be dead. (laughs) I'm just saying. Stick to voice acting. Tom Welling's Tom Welling's scene was basically one scene, basically to wrap up Smallville. Like I said, that was basically the whole thing. And watching it, looking back on it, I I kind of see the point of why Michael Rosenbaum turned down the offer to do a cameo. There really wasn't anything to do for Lex. It was just him. Holding the book, then shows the kryptonite to Clark. Clark grabs the kryptonite, chucks it, and it's revealed that his powers are gone. He doesn't have powers anymore. 
because he retired, basically. He retired being Superman. Which is basically the whole thing, like, him saying, I'm not doing Superman anymore. I, I expected him not to do the whole cape tights thing, because he, he, would, he wouldn't wear it in the fucking show. The closest thing he ever wore to, like, wearing a Superman suit was wearing a, a leather jacket with the Superman symbol. Or the t-shirt with the Superman symbol with the long black trench coat being the blur. That was basically it. That was the entirety of it. I was more aggravated with the fucking Batman thing than anything. Because I kind of knew it. I kind of knew that they were going to shit on Batman. (laughs) I seen it coming. I seen it coming a mile away. They were going to shit on Batman with the opportunity to do so. Trying to get Batwhammon over. So, and I know a lot of people got annoyed with when I said that because it's the truth. <laughs> and a lot of people, I don't know how people who go like, I am a Batman fan, I defended this. I can't. It was stupid. It was dumb. I don't know how you would defend it. They basically disrespected Batman by saying Batman Batwoman or Whammon is better. You can call me the bitter, angry Batman fan all you want, but I'm standing by it. Titans actually did a better job. They did a better job with Batman in Titans. Kevin Feige reveals that the Marvel TV shows that we all saw, The Daredevil, Punisher, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, are not MCU canon. (laughs) But they're sure as hell better than you ever created fucking movies. Anyway... Monday night, we saw the part two of Crisis on Infinite Earth. The huge crossover for the the CW. The debut of Kevin Conroy as Bruce Wayne, a.k.a. Batman. Conroy plays a murderous, ultra-violent version of Batman. He barely kicked the shit out of Batwoman. He got taken down quickly by Batwoman. That's what the fucking thing is. Fans, however, are not too happy with the portrayal. No shit. And and what what is rather interesting is, at least back in 2016, something Conroy wouldn't even have liked. But for some reason, he changed his tune. Because he's a pussy. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. I know a lot of people love Conroy as Batman. Anyway, following the 2016 release of Zack Snyder's Batman vs. Superman, Conroy went uh, went on to record and record to criticize and offering how he didn't like the violent version of Batman played by Ben Affleck for the Zack Snyder Batman Super, Batman vs. Superman: Dawn of Justice. He favored the version of the Dark Knight 
that he voiced in the Arkham games. Which, didn't he, didn't Dark, uh, Arkham Knight kick, like, the shit out of everybody and ran over basically with everybody with a Batmobile? Just pointing that out. In the most recent, this is what he said, quote, in the most recent live-action movie that seems to have a line that was crossed. It's not one I particularly am comfortable with. Obviously, again, for some reason, Conroy is now comfortable playing this version of Batman that is much more violent and arguably evil and crosses the line compared to the previous version of Batman that we've seen on screen. Conroy's version actually has a trophy case of mementos for those he killed, including Clark Kent's bloody broken glasses. To boot the crisis on Infinite Earth, Batwoman is the paragon of courage and of course is the future of the Bat family. Maybe that is the reason for the change. I absolutely agree with that. Paragon of courage can kiss my ass. Basically is what I'm going to say. You know why they probably did it? I know I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this. Kind of sounds like a award that the LGBTQ would give to somebody. You watch. They will probably give um, Ruby Rose that award for playing Batwoman. So anyway. I know a lot of people are like, man, you're crabby. Well, I've been up since 3 (laughs) a.m. That's probably why. I woke up like fucking 3.30 in the morning. And it's kind of weird, though. I woke up from like a weird dream I had. Where I just heard like banging on the walls in my room. (sighs) I don't know. Anyway. Last that we saw in the Batman Hush book that I read. Jason Todd comes back from the dead. Has Tim Drake hostage. So. Let me get something to drink. I need some caffeine. Hold on. Jason Todd is dead. The Joker killed him years ago. However, it is not impossible for him to die. I'm going to play that song in the background. I can't even hear it on my fucking headphones because I don't know why. Just for some odd reason. The Joker killed him years ago. However, it is impossible for the dead to come back to life. Jason, I know what you're doing. You're thinking about it. When I died, 
how there's blood on your hands because you couldn't get there in time. Stop the Joker from killing me. I know this is odd. I know this is odd one. A lot of people want to see. They want to see Jason die in Titans. <laughs> like, they want to see him die and come back as Red Hood. Which I'm not in favor of. As weird as it sounds, I am not in favor of it. I like the actor who plays Jason. I don't want to see Jason die and come back and play by a different actor who's older, an older Jason. I like the actor who plays Jason. I think he's a good actor. And I honestly, as weird as it sounds, I actually want to see a spin-off series with him as Robin. Um, Barbara Gordon, Batgirl. And if it's possible, Batman. <laughs> as weird as it sounds, I want to see a spin-off series. With, and, of course, bring in the legendary staged theater TV movie actor Derek Jacoby as Alfred Pennyworth. That's what I want to see. I, I, I want to see that. <laughs> I want to see a Batman live-action TV series. It, it, it's, as odd as it sounds, on DC Universe or HBO Max. I mean, if I was if I was HBO Max, I would do it. I would do it in a heartbeat. I'd pull the trigger and be like, "Fuck it, we're doing a Batman TV series." We could still do the movies. But we can still give the Batman fans what they want. Spoil the shit out of them. The Batman TV series. I mean, you know, I mean, like, do like five, ten episodes, okay? Just, you don't have to do an entire full season of it. You could just do, you know, the Daredevil Mount episodes. And just go out there and do it. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Superman died. Green Arrow died. And they are all alive today. Jason was buried here. The grave is empty. The corpse is gone. I remember the way they brought him back. That was just weird. I heard somebody say mom. <laughs> weird. Um, the way I remember they brought him back. I, I, if I... If I remember correctly... And mind you, I am. I, I. It's been a while since I remember, you know, read this comic. If I remember correctly, I think. I think it was either Superman or Superboy punched reality. <laughs> I think it was Superboy, if I, if I remember correctly. It's one of those two. They look alike, so anyway. One of them punched reality so fucking hard it broke reality. <laughs> And Jason came back from the dead somehow. If I remember correctly. Mind you, it's been a while. And plus, I'm, I've been up since 3 a.m. Give me a break. And Jason somehow came back from the dead. But in Under the Red Hood... Jason came back. Uh, they took Jason's body and put him in the Lazarus Pit and brought him back to life. So, I like the reality punched one because that's pretty awesome. Reality needs to get 
he's a good punch. <laughs> Keeping silent, gathering your thoughts, hoping to rattle your opponent. I'll make it simple for you. You've got to get me. You got to get to me. And before I slit your slit this pretender's throat. Tell me, Batman. You let one Robin die. Would you go for two? <clears throat> so take him. Catwoman yell Catwoman says as she leaps over Jason. Her whip around his arm. Jason. No. Raish has something he calls a Lazarus pit. The pit has the pit has a certain properties that can restore the life and restore life to the dead. According to Raish, who could be lying? Someone took advantage of one of the pits. Healing energies. Catwoman, I told you to stay with Huntress. Batman said, Couldn't let someone else clip the little bird's wings? Couldn't let somebody else clip the little bird's wings? Robin, I didn't know you care. Catwoman, I don't. If something happened to you, he'd be hell to live with. <laughs> As most things, using the Lazarus Pit comes at a price. Upon emergence from the pit, the madness fuels the survivor. You enter dead, you come out insane. I love that. And here comes the Jason Todd soap opera box. The terrible irony is that when Jason died, Jason, did you think you could take me with one punch? The madness and the madness of grief. Batman throws a punch at Jason. This is always your. This was always our problem. Actually, consider. You saw me as a second rate. Putting Jason's putting Jason in the in the Lazarus pit myself. Jason, not being able to be good as the other Robin. How could you let me die? I would have done anything to save Jason's life. Being a whiny bitch, I wouldn't. <laughs> so. <sighs> Come on, fight me. I came to my sense in time. The trauma to the boy's head was so severe. Even the pit couldn't revive him. But there's no guarantee that he would be capable of rational thought. Jason, you owe me that. 
Show me some respect so I can win this game, Batman. That would have been awesome, though, with the ending. Like, instead of, um... Instead of, uh, Riddler, it would have been Jason as Hush. Just like this, you know, being revealed and all that. That would have been awesome, though. Like, would you imagine, like, the battle between Jason and Damien? Epic. You'd be amazed by the numbers, the number of people who've wanted to play, who were willing to risk it all for a taste of revenge. Batman stabs Jason in the right leg. Batman punches Jason in the gut. Jason kicks him with the left leg. Thank you. You just made it so much easier to kill you. It's game over. Once again, from my unknown enemy, refers to this as a game. Recruiting Poison Ivy, Killer Croc, Harley Quinn, Joker, and possibly Catwoman. Batman. If you are going, if you are what you say you are. This is, have been extraordinary until on my personal life to bring Jason into this alive and arrogant as ever. Arrogant as ever. The unexpected, unexpected joy that he could have lived to be this age. The same age as Nightwing. Oh, Ridley Pearson's Super Sons. By the way, I bought that book online. Uh, the Super Sons by Ridley Pearson. Um, I don't know if it arrived today or not. I don't know. It's about the Super Sons and all that. Um, I don't know if I don't know if it came in. I ordered on Amazon. It was like five bucks. I was like, damn. <laughs> and a lot of people say, "Oh, it was delivered today." I didn't get to check the mail. Oh well. Um, I haven't read it. I haven't. Well, it arrived. In, it's in a mailbox, so I haven't read it. <laughs> um, well, I heard it's about like Damien and John Kent. It's written by Ridley Pearson, who wrote the novel um, Kingdom Keepers, which is actually a really good book. I am not a big Disney fan, and that is actually a good book. So. Then you already know. What we do is a game. Is what Robin, what got Robin killed. My opponent is countering, counting on Jason's appearance to affect my abilities. Play on whatever guilt I harbored for Jason's death. Jason. Trying to get me angry by doubting who I am. Think that will make me sloppy? Batman punches Jason with his right hand and left hand. And a kick, a right kick, in fact. Miss, forgot how much you taught me. Jason leaps over Batman. His coordination, his speed, his acrobats, 
It's all too familiar. Tim, well, Robin. You have to let him do this alone, Catwoman. Take your hand, take your hand off of me. I don't have to do anything, particularly when it comes from you. Tim, just listen to me, please. The entire time I've been Robin, every lesson, every move that Batman has taught me is intended to keep keep what uh, what happened to Jason from happening to me. Jason, no matter what he says, Jason's death still haunts him. Why else would it, why why else would he keep Jason's costume so prominently in the cave? Catwoman, then you should know better than anyone, kid. What he like when what he's like when he's angry. Ask yourself, boy wonder, what's he going to do if he finds out it's not Jason come back to haunt him? Jason Todd to come back to haunt him. <clears throat> it was kind of interesting, like, for a while. I think they... The one thing that kind of bothered me with DC when they brought Jason back was that they didn't keep him as a villain. <laughs> Throughout it, they kept him merely as an um, anti-hero now. Like, it kind of bothered me. For a while. Because like. Jason being a villain. Was really interesting idea. Like. A former Batman hero turned villain. Then now he's a hero. Well he was an anti-hero. Now he's a hero. Always bothered me that way. Batman. uh, Sorry. Bottom line. Jason was never this good. Jason, I have to admit, I'm a little disappointed. I mean, I know you were distracted by getting a little action with Catwoman. Then the death of Tommy Elliot really pushed you or pushed your buttons. Going after the Joker, Rachel Ghoul, everybody but the right somebody. Come on, Batman. It was right in front of you the entire time. Just like a Polaroid. Sorry, like a letter. Edgar Allan Poe's story. The very first detective story. Remember, somebody cut your bat line? Polaroid letter. The right answer is in plain sight. It was a it, it was a battering. I I remember like reading this story <laughs> the first time. And the funny thing about it is I actually have in my collection the Jason Todd origin story comic of how he, you know, how he became who he became. It's interesting as well because 
I even have the first Jason, the first Tim Drake appearance in Batman, which is interesting. Because <laughs> I'm always like, oh, I hope they make that movie because this comic would be worth a lot of money. Funny thing about it is, I got the Tim Drake or the Tim Drake, the first Tim Drake comic. Um, let me look it up real quick. I, I have it on my my phone because I always keep. All my comic book collections, like anytime I go to like Half Price Books or V-Stock or any comic book store, I anytime they have like back issues, I sort of like look it over and be like, because I bought like the same fucking copy of like Detective Comics and it always bothered me because even though it was a variant cover, <laughs> it always bothered me because I'm just like, I got this comic and why do I have it now? <laughs> Yep, Batman. Four, Batman 436. Batman Year 3. Yeah, I have the first... <laughs> I have the entire run of Batman Year 3, which is uh, the third book in the Batman Year 1, Year 2, Year 3 series. I have... Uh, yeah, I have the first... I have uh, four, uh, Batman 436 to 439, which is Tim Drake's story. The first appearance of Tim, yeah. And it's pretty funny, though, because it's, it's an interesting story, because like, when they made Tim Drake's appearance in it, uh, if I remember correctly, they made him a circus acrobat. <laughs> The Flying Drakes, or the Leaping Drakes, I forget what they called it. Um, basically, it was Dick Grayson's origin, but with a new name. <laughs> because at the time, Dick Grayson was leading the Titans, because he left Batman and became Night... Uh, he left Batman as Robin, led the Titans, and all of a sudden, Batman fired him as Robin... <laughs> Replaced him with uh, replaced him with um, with Jason, and Jason died, and, <laughs> and all of a sudden, Tim Drake appears, and he is a circus acrobat, and and the sad part is they never gave him <laughs> they never gave him the proper like origin of like how he became Robin. And I always thought, like, I would have loved to write a new Tim Drake origin story with just Tim Drake, who is a, a a highly smart kid who Bruce Wayne meets and gives him a scholarship. And throughout all of this, Tim Drake follows the case of Batman and puts together who's Batman. I would have loved to write that origin story of just, like, what if Tim Drake is just a kid in Gotham who is obsessed with Batman and trains and tries to become a hero and Batman's like, you need to stop what you're doing before you get killed and all of a sudden Tim Drake's, Tim Drake's like, well, train me to be great as you. 
type of thing. Like, I, I would have loved to see that type of story. But instead, <laughs> he's a circus acrobat or something, you know, some shit. Like, it just, it always bothered me because it was just like they always gave Tim leftover pieces of the other Robins. And they can't even give him a fucking hero name. Instead, it was Red Robin. And anytime you, anytime I think of it, I think of the restaurant. Then all of a sudden, in like Young Justice or whatever, he now goes by Drake, which I'm hoping that the rapper Drake sues them for or something. It just it always bothered me. It was just like this poor character deserves better. He deserves a name. I mean, shit. Why don't they call him? Um, no, they can't use Night Owl. Damn, they should. <laughs> they should give this poor character a name and his own identity instead of just like we'll call him Red Robin. It's just it's just like when <laughs> it's it's just like when they came up with Drake and that's it. Like that's code name Drake. It made me think of the fucking. Grayson series that uh, Tom King co-wrote, where Dick Grayson gives you know, retires the mantle of Robin, a uh, Night Nightwing, sorry Nightwing. Then he becomes a super uh, super spy, like a, a super undercover spy, a James Bond type thing. And he just he goes by Grayson. That bothered me. <laughs> that bothered me because it was just like, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> So they, they they even couldn't come up. They they came up with the same concept of name instead of Drake Grayson, you know, type thing. So anyway, it was a battering. I cannot always collect them at a crime scene. It was always a design that I landed in Crime Alley, where I fir- where we first met. Where Jason was stealing. In the left front tire of the bat- a Batmobile. The same on the... Same one that blew out while chasing Killer Croc. I remember... I have that comic. Um, I, I think it was either... It was, I think it was Jason's origin. And on the cover, it's Batman... Sees Jason and Jason's like trying to steal the tires off the Batmobile, <laughs> which is pretty funny and cool. Because when I when I look at it, I, I I remember the first time I saw it. It was at um, no, it wasn't at the comic book convention. The one at the comic book convention was the one where I bought the first appearance of Shazam in the DC universe. Shazam number one for DC Comics. Um, I got that one for like $2. $2 is what I got for it. Um, <clears throat> even though I was like telling the guy who was selling it to me, like, dude, this book is going to be worth a lot. You don't know what you're doing. I, I didn't say that, but I was just trying to tell him like, dude, this book is worth a lot of money. It's worth more than $2. It's Shazam. <laughs> And I have Shazam, uh, 
Shazam number one in DC Comics. I even have a Venom Lethal Protector, which is the first Venom solo series book. I think it is. Uh, Venom Lethal Protector. And I remember a lot of people were like offering me like 100 to $200 for the book. I didn't want to sell it because it's just like I don't sell it because I don't sell my comics to make money. My valuable ones. I, I keep them because I am the collector. <laughs> Even though that is a character in Guardians. Played by a good actor. Who should, by the way, um, Benicio Del Toro should fucking play Rachel Ghoul and Batman. Just throwing that out there. Um, yeah, that's that's who I think should be playing. Um, if they ever get like Rachel Ghoul into patents and Batman films, Benicio del Toro, Javier Bardem, or Antonio Banderas, one of those three should play Rachel Ghoul. My opinion. I like Liam Neeson. But one of the, one of those three guys should play Rachel Ghoul. I kind of think Antonio Banderas. You know what? Javier Bardem. <laughs> that's that's who should play him. Because you kind of need that actor. You need like that Spanish actor to sort of have that accent playing Rachel Ghoul. Because I always imagine Rachel Ghoul being. I always imagine Rachel Gould having that accent, having an accent that is unique. Like he's the only one who can have that accent. You know what I mean? Like, like when I was reading the uh, Rachel Gould part in Batman Hush, I always thought like somewhere he has an accent. He has an accent that no other human being has. Only him. He's been around for so long, and. Part of the story idea I always thought with Rachel Ghoul is like he should speak a language. A language that he created that only he knows. And he teaches it to like I always thought like in a weird way like Rachel Ghoul should have a like I said should have a language and he teaches it to like people he trusts people he respects and Bruce Wayne is one of those people that knows his knows the language. And anytime they meet, they speak they speak in the ratio lang- the language then speak in English. Like I always thought that should be a cool thing. Like Talia knows it, um the other daughter knows it, Damien knows it. Sort of a weird thing. Like I, I always thought like it should be that way. Like because I always thought like it would add mystique to Raish, like even you know add more mystique. Like he has an accent, he has a language of his own that he created. Like that's why I always thought. Like anyway, enough with me rambling. <laughs> Jason, putting all the clues together, huh? Can't say I didn't give you these. The, to give you a supporting chance. You may you may have a lot of facts. Personal personal history. Anecdotes. You may even set up all those incidences to echo what happened in the past. But Oh sorry, that was Batman's <laughs> I didn't even get to do my Batman voice. I was just thinking of that of um 
what they should add to Rachel Ghoul. <coughs> you are not the Robin who died. To make it perfect for me, to truly believe that this was Jason, he would have called me Bruce. Whoever orchestrated this, and I believe that person knows, withheld person knows withheld my secret identity. This one's kind of a heartbreaker. It's it's uh, Batman. Sorry, it's Jason turns like to dust and stuff like, or his skin melts and all that. You violated a child's grave. No, I. Referred to Robin as a pretender when you, when it was you who was pretending, hoping that, hoping that your apprentice would make me pull my punches. The fake Jason now. I only wanted, I only, I only wanted to be loved, Batman. Bruce, Batman. That's. That was a mistake you made. The rest of the Jason, uh, Jason melts. <laughs> I, I don't have other words to say. He melts. Even in the end, Jason knew how much I loved him. I can never forget you. In a monologue. That was the thing that kind of bugged me with, um... With Arkham Knight, spoiler alert, Jason was Arkham Knight. It always bothered me that it was uh, Jason as Arkham Knight. I always thought like, I always thought like it should have been like somebody, somebody who like is really close to Bruce Wayne. I mean, not Jason being Arkham Knight. That always bothered me. <laughs> like, they didn't even, like, leave, like, hints where you... Uh, they didn't even, like... They left, like, obvious clues and hints. Like, uh, get it? It's Jason. Like, they didn't even leave, like... Like, um... You know... What is the word for it? Like, they... They made it too simple, too, too simple to be like, oh well, it's Jason. For it, like I, I wish it was somebody else. Like, like I honestly thought, like when after Arkham City, like Azrael was gonna be like the villain for the sequel, just because. <laughs> I always thought Azrael would be the villain of the third Batman game, but instead. Well, here's a question from Twitter. Twitter, sorry. I had a New York accent for a while. <laughs> um, do you think that they will reveal the next Batman video game? December 12th at the Video Game Awards. I don't know. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. Um, the, most, the one video game I, I am thinking about a lot of now is WWE 2K20 of just how bad it is and how I 
dodged a bullet. <laughs> um, for those who don't know, like there is like if you go on YouTube, which I highly recommend after this episode, after the show, go on YouTube. Type in WWE 2K20 glitches. You will be entertained for an hour or two of, of the glitches that you will see in this video game. But there's this one channel, I, I forget. I, I was watching them today before the show started, before we started the show. Um, let me find it. Like, I was watching it, like, laughing my ass off of just how funny it is. Uh, WWE 2K20. Glitch. Um. Ah, here it is. Watch the channel New Legacy Inc. You have to subscribe. It is I subscribe to the channel. It is really funny. Just watch the WWE 2K20 Day 1 Glitch. <laughs> WWE 2K20 Release Stream. <laughs> you will you will be entertained and laughing at with these guys who who play who plays these games, who plays the WWE games. Like I watched them play um WWE Shut Your Mouth. Um uh, it's kind of funny though, when I look back on a SmackDown, like at uh, WWE SmackDown, WWE SmackDown two uh two, know your role, SmackDown three, just bring it, SmackDown four, shut your mouth. <laughs> It's basically, they took The Rock's quotes and added them into the game title. And WWE, Here Comes the Pain, which is brilliant. Epic. Well, I think one of the best wrestling video games on PlayStation 2. <clears throat> the best one overall of all time is WWE, WCW versus The World. Best. Best one, in my opinion. Even though there's some people who say it's like WCW, NWO, Revenge. WCW versus the world on the N64 is the best. When I talk about the N64, do not bring up Superman 64. I will lose my shit. <laughs> I would want, I, it makes me want to throw the people who approved this game out of a helicopter, screaming out of a helicopter in front of their family. They ruined. <laughs> They ruined my $20 allowance <laughs> when I was a kid. They ruined it. They took my $20 allowance and just didn't give a shit. <laughs> so, I had to fly through those fucking rings. Those stupid ass rings. And save people from shadow people. Shadow criminals. And you can't get past the ring. If you lose, you go, you hear, Lex, ha, 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 Lex, win. It doesn't even say wins. Lex, win. Fucking game. Anyway. It is, can you fly any little helicopter? It was even possible. Is it even possible that the, this imposter did not know that Jason was Robin. Jason Todd was Robin. Sorry. I just said Jason, so... I kind of imagine it like Bruce's monologue. I don't imagine him saying, 
is it even possible that this imposter knew that Jason Todd was Robin? He would say, like, is it possible that this imposter did not know that Jason was Robin? I'm going with my thing. He could have been... He could have been told to put on this costume. Meant to come to this open grave. Given what to say up to a point. He never refer, he never referred to himself as Jason. And I've never called him that either. Clay. When did you know that it wasn't Jason? Sorry. Batman. This wasn't Jason. He didn't at first. The clues led me to believe that the Lazarus pit had been used. And Jason could have been brought back to life. But on that, uh, but on the ground, in the mud, clay. It was Clayface mimicking the role. Tim. But why make Jason older? A corpse doesn't age. To hide the flaws. They couldn't be sure exactly how Jason's voice sounded. Or how he moved and fought. He had been dead too long. But Clayface could have mimicked Nightwing. That's why his acrobatics seem so familiar. Jason, and copying me, would have been just that. The illusion was going to work. But I had to be unsure. Your moments are too recent. Too vibrant in mind. Tim, am I kind of unique, aren't I? Your neck. <laughs> Tim, I'll need stitches, but Catwoman got the bleeding to stop. She, she probably saved my life, you know. Batman, go to the cave, help Alfred tend to your wound. Then get to work on the costume. On that costume. See if there's anything on it other than clay that will help you, uh, help you, sorry, that will help us find out who is behind all this. I kind of like the one panel where Jason, uh, sorry, Tim is holding the R that, you know, the imposter uh, Jason wore. <laughs> so... But, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, what's the other question? Who do you think would be the villains in the Batman? I don't know. Like, the one thing I like in the, the suppose, you know, the thing that they say is the Arkham, the next Arkham game is going, possibly going to be multiplayer, which I dig. I dig that. Um, yeah, I mean, it'd be cool, like, you and your friend playing as different heroes, like, One can play Batman, one can play Catwoman, one can play 
Nightwing or Batgirl or Batwoman or Tim Drake, Robin or Red Hood. That would be brilliant. That would be so much fun. Just imagine. You know, people playing this, they play as Batman and Catwoman and they do they could do the rooftop chase. You know. Batman follows Catwoman on the rooftop. That'd be so much fun. So much fun. You know, just just imagine that. How fun that would be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So much fun. Anyway. <laughs> Catwoman. Batman on the rooftop. Huntress is gone. She took your... She took my... Your motorcycle. <laughs> I thought she was... I thought... That sleeping juice... You uh, you had me stick in her. It would keep her out. Batman. She's better. Thank you. Think better than everyone thinks, including herself. Catwoman. <clears throat> in her ranting, it sounded like she made a deal with someone who betrayed her. Batman. Yes. She have, She may have betrayed me. But we can't be sure because... Catwoman. I know. I didn't stay with her. I don't think talking orders... Sorry, I don't like taking orders. Catwoman. And I don't like being followed if you don't trust me the two looking into sorry the two look into each other's eyes batman i trust you catwoman for what it's worth i'm glad it wasn't jason i'm not catwoman oh batman because the person or persons responsible are still out there. <clears throat> My throat is kind of killing me, though. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I can't do the bad voice that long, so... Yeah. Coming here to Oracle's clock tower is closer than the cave. Catwoman will keep Jonathan Crane to Scarecrow bound until police arrive. Clayface could be anywhere, mixed with the water and the mud and the clay that could be traveling into the ground and reform on the other side of Gotham. Batman, I need to find Huntress. Eep, is <laughs> what Barbara says. Oracle, did my dad ever get used to you sudden Sudden appearance act. She's riding on one of the bat bikes. Oracle was. She ditched it about two blocks from here, where you were. She also is not wearing her communicator, or any other kind of electric 
electric device I can trace. Batman, let me know when you find her. She's a she's a loose end, and whatever it is we're dealing with, dealing with isn't going to let her stay out of stay out there for long. Oracle, Bruce, after you fall. When the bat line was cut, back in the bat cave, you were barely conscious. So much so that you had to use a Morse code. What made you think of Tommy Elliot? Batman, why? I was just curious. Bruce, he was the best surgeon in the country. As good, not better than my father. And a childhood friend who is now dead because he came back into my life. This goes beyond curious. Barbara, you asked me to look into that electric relay you found hidden underneath your computer in the cave. Barbara, at first I thought it was a listening device, a standard CIA op stuff, but it turns out it was made to look like that. design work was flawless any idea who who uh, sorry any idea whose whose work it is Barbara I think I do I think you do too or you wouldn't ask me I routed it I routed it through the this computer and look what it can do Takes a few nights, but Oracle manages to arrange the meeting. She has redirected the traffic in Gotham's Bridge. It will be closed until 6 a.m. It will not take that long for this to end. I didn't think you would come here. This sort of requires courage. Why? Why betray me? Why would I give, given you anything you needed? I have given you, I have given you anything you needed—a home, a purpose. What thirty pieces of silver was promised to you, Harold? Happiness. I first met Harold when he was alone, all alone, friendless, homeless, but gifted when it comes to repair of machines and electronics. For a long time, he worked in the cave, access to the cars, computers. Always silent in many ways, and as alone as I, alone as when I found him, you speak. Batman said. Through the years, I used my resources to find a way to repair Harold's body, but the medical science was not was not like a cri- not like crime. There was always there was not always an answer. Harold, this was something for me. You had given me so much. I didn't want to ask for any, any more, anything more. He said he could heal me. Make it so I wasn't a mute. I could stand up like a man. I thought even if I had been tricked, you are my hero. You would always win. Forgive me.
Batman Herald. I can't forgive you. The desire to be happy can be very powerful when exploited. Who approached you? He knew who you were without the mask. He knew about the cave, and that was my, and that was and what my job was. He asked. All he asked was that I added a circuit relay to the computer I built. Built it to his. Uh, sorry, his his gadgets. Specifications, <laughs> and I made it sure I couldn't hurt you. It was a gunshot. Blam. Sorry, just using sound effects. What is a friend? A single soul dwelling and two bodies. Hush, holding two guns on the ridge. <sighs> Let's get to the next book. Harold shot in the head. The way they say, uh, they say when you kill a man, you not only take away what he was, but everything that he will ever be. Batman, you murdered him. Hush. We should behave to our friends as we would wish our friends to behave to us. Batman, I'm not your friend. Harold, Batman and Hush stare down at each other. Harold's past has not long remained a mystery. Mute, his body misshape. He wandered through life as a victim. He had a remarkable gift. And it was... It was as if he could speak to machines and peculiar electronics. His life needed purpose, and I thought I had given him one. I thought I had given him enough. Hush fires a gun. Evil draws men together. I kind of want to save the final parts for episode 100, if that's alright. I'm going to I'm gonna finish up these two pages, and we'll get to the other parts. So, it was the first time I've ever been comfortable. Sorry, it's the first time I've ever been confronted by a man whose face is hidden behind bandages. Previously, that person was revealed to be Clayface, pretending to be Jason Todd, my long-dead partner. Years ago, Harold was wandering the streets by the Penguin. Taking advantage of his loneliness, the Penguin used Harold's unique abilities to aid criminal activity. I had hoped 
to have broken the pattern of Harold's trust. And those who did not meant, who did not merit it. He was invulnerable. He was invaluable to me as a mechanic in the cave. I have given him unferreted access to the computers. But in his silence, there was a yearning to repair his body and voice. One which my true enemy took advantage of. And Harold betrayed me. It cost him his life. My world is late. It has been a series of destructions, ruses, and misdirection. Old villains acting in new ways. Friends twisted into acting as foes. In the mindset of all this, Catwoman and I have begun a relationship. Distractions. Harold's death is meant to keep me off balance. His betrayal leaves my attention on focus. I have to shut it all off. My enemy is a marksman. The trench coat is nearly generic, presumably on purpose. I have seen others wear it. Killer Croc, Jim Gordon, Jason, even Harold. And possibly the assassin Deadshot. A train or trained by Deadshot. The guns are forty fives. He is firing in pairs. Two bullets killed Harold. The forty fives hold twelve rounds unless he has one in the chamber. I believe Bruce Wayne owns several. When this all began, someone severed the bat line. I fell, fracturing my skull. Since then, I have been searching for that individual, someone who has played the heroes and the villains. And in my life, like pieces on a chessboard. So, I have found my opponent. So, we will read the rest of it. Episode 100. <sighs> so, <clears throat> we still got time. Awesome. So, uh, I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to plug it, plug in the speakers to the computer, and I guess we'll find something. Anyway, I'll be right back. Uh, I'm going to play a new song on here. I don't know if I can find it. The internet's slow. <laughs> Any day now. Finally. Mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna play this one. <laughs> I had to read this one. 
Marvel announces Outlawed event. Yeah, I, every time comic books do something, it always has to be an outlaw. You know, it has to be like an event series. It has to be like... Um, It has to be like, there always has to be an event. There's always has to be something. new. I mean, This was pretty funny. I have to read this one. Um, Atlanta Journal has announced that they are threatening a lawsuit over the betrayal of the media failings and behavior of Clint Eastwood's upcoming film, Richard Jewell. I can't wait to see that. Um, Eastwood's a legend, so... It's pretty cool that they're... It's pretty funny, though, that they're threatening a suit. Because <laughs> Eastwood's kind of like on that moment of, like, I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> And um, it's kind of funny though, because it's 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 funny though, because it's like Eastwood has always been that kind of person. It's like I don't give a fuck. Like he called um, it was funny though. Eastwood called um, millennials millennials who like basically bitch and complain about everything. He called them pussies for <laughs> you know taking things sensitive and. Throwing a fit and all that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I, I think with this whole lawsuit, Eastwood's just, he kind of has that expression of like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck type of attitude. So, yeah. This is a question. What is the next book you kind of want to read and narrate? I don't know. <laughs> I I honestly don't know. I, I I had thoughts about doing the script for Batman Year One, but um. I know, episode 100 is going to be something, I don't know, something interesting, yeah. Let's see this one. What is your thoughts of Brandon Routh playing Superman? He was, I think, the best part of, uh, of it. You know, he was... You know, he was the best part of the, you know, of the, uh, 
uh, of the episode. I'm not saying it was a bad episode. I was just... I was very aggravated. Well, I was very aggravated with it. Um, of the way they handled Batman. And I think that's... And, and the thing is... And the thing is, for those who could who defend that episode, and <laughs> Kevin Conroy's betrayal in it, I clearly, you know, you don't know Batman. I'm just gonna flat out say it: you, you really don't know Batman that well, like. I know a lot of people are like, well, you know, it's a different Earth. It's a different Earth, Batman. It's like, no, Batman in every multiverse Earth has the same principles, the same rules, in my opinion. I mean, they could have done Thomas Wayne Batman if they wanted a murdering Batman. But Bruce Wayne is the same Bruce Wayne in every Earth. He has a moral code. He has a rule. And he doesn't kill. And they can't go like, well, you know, what about Ben Affleck's Batman? It's like, well, that version of Batman's different. He's a different guy in that one. He's older. I mean, he watched Metropolis crumble with the battle between Superman and Zod. Robin died in it. And the whole meaning of the reason why Batman went after Superman at Dawn of Justice was that he he was, you know, paranoid. Blame he blamed Superman for everything that happened in Metropolis. And he was paranoid and worried that Superman was going to be like Zod. He was going to... He was afraid that Superman was going to bring destruction and evil to the world. This super... This Batman... This Batman was just about was just about a shock value. That's what it was. It was just basically the whole point of it was to get Batwoman to look stronger than Batman and be the you know the the uh what the fuck was that stupid thing that they used Um, 
Oh, the Paragon of Courage. Like they're do they're doing everything they can to make Batwoman look so fucking important that she's you know as they put it the future of the Bat family. I want to read some of the comments that people left about this. Uh, one person wrote, Conroy is a waffling, waffling moron. Just because he's, he has a great baritone doesn't mean he's, his opinions and actions are gospel. Why did he agree to do this part? He was just upstaged by the creature known as Batwoman, no less. What a joke this was. A big nothing burger. One person wrote, Don't do that. We'll sum up all the biggest shills. David Hamburger. <laughs> Maybe the reason he wanted to play this version of Batman was to remind fans how absurd it is. The thing is, is Conroy really didn't, he really, he just didn't like look like Batman. I know there's going to be some people like Michael Keaton, you know, but the thing is, it was so bad that they used the same bat suit <laughs> that was used in the pilot that was, you know, hung up in the cave in this episode, the same damn bat suit. They couldn't even come up with an, a new bat suit to separate this version of Batman from the Batwoman version. Instead, whammo! We get this one. Um, am I going to watch the third uh, third part of it? Yeah, I, I actually will. I, I want to see um, to see if uh, the Birds of Prey Huntress is going to appear in it. That's what I want to see. Um, it was really cool seeing the 89 Batman world, even though they didn't get any of it right. <laughs> like, they got, the only thing they got right was the Knox dude making a cameo. Um, they couldn't get the bat signal right, instead it was the Batwoman symbol. Um, the newspaper says Batman captured a Joker, which I don't know how. Joker is dead in the Burton verse. Just throwing it out there. So... Um, anyway, I'm going to wrap up the, <laughs> I'm going to wrap up the episode. I'm kind of tired. Um, yeah, I didn't sleep well. <laughs> I mean, I slept good. I got plenty of sleep. I just, I, you know, woke up at 3 a.m. because of a bad dream and all that, but, um, uh, yeah, you know, it's kind of weird though here like, banging on your walls, and all of a sudden you're thinking, like, oh, shit, what is that? But it turned out to be a dream. <laughs> so, yeah, episode 100 is going to be a... It's going to be a good episode. Um, I'm excited. 99 episodes. Um, yeah, I'm just happy about it, yeah. I, I, I know I've been asked this one, um... 
And plus, I want to get that comic. I want to get that comic book out of the mailbox. <laughs> I want to. See, I want to go through it and read it. See what they. What it is. Uh, let's see. What, what's the one question right here? Um, what is your favorite TV show? Um. I like Trailer Park Boys. Trailer Park Boys is a good show. Um. I've been watching, I watched some of the episodes yesterday, um, sorry, I had to yawn. <sighs> yeah, I watched, uh, that show, um, basically, I've been, wa- I binged watched it while I recorded the Crisis on Infinite Earths part, part two, and... I wasn't really happy about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was that, that's pretty much it. I I like watching Trailer Park Boys because it's very, it's raunchy, filthy. It's it's I wouldn't say filthy. It's raunchy and funny at the same time. You know, so that's what I liked about it. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, let's see other questions. Um. Who's your favorite version of Batman? Um, Keaton. <laughs> I. It's kind of a. No, nah, I'm just kidding. It's a toss up. I like Adam West, Keaton, Affleck, Kilmer. I have to throw Kilmer in because I love the movie Tombstone. Yeah, those are my three favorites. But if I had to like choose which one is like my ultimate, all time, favorite. Adam West. <laughs> Adam West, obviously. Uh, let's see. The other one. Favorite Batman movie. Um, Returns. I like Batman Returns. I. It's kind of funny, though, because I like that one. I, I, I haven't got to see um, Batman the movie, the 1966 version, in a long time. Um, I probably will buy that next time when I... I'll probably buy it next time. But I love Batman Returns. I think it's 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 weird though because it's like a lot of people, you know, they always consider like Die Hard like the Christmas movie, but they never acknowledge like Batman Returns being a Christmas movie. And it's like it is a Christmas movie. <laughs> I yeah, I think it's. It's weird though, because it's like anytime they put out Christmas movies, they always put out like Die Hard, um, Elf, and all that. But they never put out Batman Returns. I don't know why. Favorite Batman video game? Arkham City. Arkham City, hands down. The best Batman video game. Best side mission, too. Yeah, you get to play as Catwoman. Yeah, you, you take down Poison Ivy and her goons. You take first you take down Two Face. Yeah, you 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 yeah, you walk you go run through the rooftops, but I prefer walking, like walking slowly, taking your time. Then take down Two Face and his goons and yeah, you can run through the rooftops again, but I prefer walking, just walking slowly. You know. Taking your time. Savor all the city in. 
then you can take down other goons and take down Poison Ivy and her her gang. Yeah. Then you go back to Batman. Yeah. But it, it was a good it's a good game. I I really enjoy it a lot. Yeah. It's it's a good video game. Uh one thing I wish they would do um is add the Adam West bat suit and the Xbox games, even though it's like for PlayStation. It always bothered me because it was just like, fuck. I want to play as the Adam West Batman. It bothered me because it's like they had the Batmobile. <laughs> they had the Catwoman Robin uh, suits, which were cool. But they didn't have the Batman bat suit, the 60s bat suit, and the Xbox one, even though they had everything to it. They did not have that suit. Instead, it was on the PlayStation 1, which is like, the fuck PlayStation. It's like, the thing that bothered bothered the shit out of me is like, they have Spider-Man for PlayStation. They don't have it for Xbox. Just for PlayStation. And I remember like a lot of people were like defending the Spider-Man game by saying it's the best superhero game it tops Batman, Arkham, which I throw the flag down on bullshit. Because one, it cannot be dubbed as like the best superhero game because it was just released on one console. In my opinion, if you release a game on one console, it is not hands down the best superhero game. Because not everybody owns a PlayStation. No one does. I I think Arkham by far is the best because it, it had a trilogy. Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Knight. That, in my opinion, makes the best video games. Arkham City is by far the best superhero game, in my opinion. Just like I said, uh, WCW versus the World is the best wrestling video game. It was on PlayStation, then it was on Nintendo. Best video game. So you really can't justify by saying like one video game is better than the other when it's just released on one console only. <laughs> it's like finally they're um, they acknowledge that they. They are making a baseball game uh, for both PlayStation and Xbox. MLB The Show will be on other consoles beyond uh, PlayStation. When I heard that, I was just like, it's about damn time. (laughs) I've been wanting to play a baseball game for a while. I haven't played one since... um, I think it was since uh, 2013. I haven't played one in a long time. So it's like, wow... So, for me, I'm I'm happy for it because I can't wait because I love baseball. So, I'm happy for it. You know. Um. The other question: uh, Do I think that they will announce a new Batman game at uh, what is it, the Video Game Awards? Is that what it is? I don't know. I, I ain't gonna hold my breath. I'm not gonna be like one of the people like it's gonna be on there, we're going to get all the info, we're going to get all the stuff, like, hyping it up, you know, 
is for the YouTubers hyping it up. I know some people are gonna like take a dig at them, but it's my opinion. Fuck it, it's my opinion. And turn around and be like, "Well, nothing happened. I am so tired of covering." It's like you're the one who's like hyping it up. You're hyping everybody up. You're saying it's going to be on this day. It's going to be released. I got sources. Hold, I, you know, hold the hell up. Like, who's your sources? But you don't say who's your sources. You just say, like, I heard from my source. This is what's going to happen. This is going to be in the game. We're going to get the trailer. We're going to get the release date. It's like, I don't believe it. <laughs> I honestly don't believe it, in my opinion. Um... But, you know, I'm going to be like everybody else. I'm just going to see what happens, and I'm going to, you know, see what happens, you know. So, I mean, hopefully, I mean, you know, they will announce something. Do I think Rocksteady's going to announce something? <laughs> Hell no. I don't think Rocksteady is enough. I don't even think Rocksteady's even working on the game, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. They're just... It's... I don't know how long it's been since uh, Arkham Knight came out, so I... I don't know what they're working on, so... Anyway, I mean, if there's, like, one video game that is out that should be released in the U.S., it should be DC Unchained. If you look at the artwork, if you look at, like, the gameplay and all that, that's the one game that should, that, the one game that should be hyped to be released in the U.S., in my opinion. You look at the artwork, you look at the gameplay, you look at everything. It looks amazing. It's like it's hard to believe that this video game is made for Android and iPhone. Android and iOS. And it's like, how is it not released in the US? You know. That should be the one game everybody should hype. You know, and bug Warner Brothers to bring over to the US. Is that... I mean, think about it. Like, they made a good fucking Back to the Future game that was released in Japan. Never released in the U.S. Released in Japan. Angry Video Game Nerd covered it. It was just like, how the fuck did this game not get released in the U.S.? That's like the one... That's just, It's exactly like DC Unchained. And it's like even... Um, like the... The greatest wrestling video game that was ever made was released in Japan to never be released in the U.S. How crazy is that? <laughs> so, anyway, uh, tomorrow will be the 100th episode of the podcast. Um, we will finish up reading, narrating the Batman Hush story uh we will talk about i don't know anything really <laughs> i guess i'll talk about the uh, part three of crisis so yeah so anyway i will see you all tomorrow on the podcast episode 100 and i will see you all tomorrow bye